Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Happy almost Friday. That's right. Tomorrow, the last day of the week. Excited for that. Guess what? You are tuned into Benzinga's Daily Stocks Watch podcast, a place, the place, the place where each trading day you can get at least a handful of ideas for your day. Maybe you make an investment, maybe you make a trade, maybe you do neither, and you just get some good education. Today is Thursday, January 26, 2023. Mike, you're looking good today. How are you doing out there? Oh, thank you. You're looking good today too, Brenty. I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing uh, very well. I got a nice uh, artisan cup of coffee. Artisanal. It's another great day in the markets. Whoa, hold on. Tell tell me about this artisan cup of coffee. You can't just say that <laughs> sure. and pretend like I'm going to just go on with the podcast. <laughs> not a not a sponsor, but there's this company called Cometeer that they they mail you a box of frozen coffee that's like flash frozen from the roasters. Okay. And then you you get it in these concentrated things and you just pour hot water in and you get this nice amazing like Pour over quality coffee. Like you don't have to grind grind the beans. No, nope. I think you you've told us about this before, right? I think I have. I lo- I love it. I I just nice. gotta say, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> they're not like a publicly traded company I'm invested <laughs> in or anything, but I love I love it. It's really. If they fun. were, we know where yeah. they're gonna be found and discussed. The Benzing <laughs> and Daily Sox Watch podcast, folks. Oh man, yeah, and my <laughs> producer Asley putting on the bottom of the screen about my sad coffee machine being broken a couple days ago so i got my i got my zip fizz instead i'm i've i've been taken down from coffee beans to zip fizz as much as i like zip fizz so zip fizz is fine but i do kind of miss my coffee folks in the audience if you got recommendations for me on a good coffee machine please drop a comment if you're joining us on twitter i'm looking around i'm doing my market research for a good coffee maker. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get to our list here. I'll give you a quick preview and then we're going to jump into each of these names a little bit more. Expect we'll have you out the door to get on with your trading in like mid like 12 or 13 minutes. Our first stock to watch for the day is none other than Tesla TSLA. Stock to watch number two is Alibaba BABA. Number three is United Postal Service. That's UPS. Stock to watch. Number four is Pfizer PFE. And our last stock to watch for the day is J-Bill. It's ticker J-B-L. Mike, we talked about Tesla yesterday. Gave a little heads up for the earnings that happened after the close yesterday. Today, we want to talk about some of the analyst response and some of the market response that we're seeing in Tesla. Just yeah, just uh, take a look at that chart if you well if you're if you're listening maybe you can't see it but pull it up if, if you're if listening. you pull up the Tesla chart shares up over eleven percent now at time of writing we're looking at a little over eight and it's still going sh- uh, slowly but surely some better than expected quarterly results delivery guidance was a little weaker than expected but Elon Musk just had an interesting tweet come out I think it was this morning as well saying that they're you know there's more orders than they can they, they can fill again is there's all sorts of delivery demand coming in the future. So whether those price cuts, uh, you know, there's, there's some, a lot of commentary. And okay, maybe the price cuts worked and drove some more demand. 
And we got some really good analyst commentary for you here as well. So this is from Oppenheimer. Quote, bears will point to recessionary concerns impacting new car purchases along with increased competition, plus some uncertainty around Twitter. That's that's always in the in the ballgame. But Oppenheimer mm-hmm. expects bulls to point to numbers bottoming out, price drops deriving demand increases, like we just talked about, structural cost advantages, uh, potential for leverage, uh, and improving performance across a number of different kind of technicals here. And while Oppenheimer anticipates shares will trade higher into the company's March 1st analyst day, as bearish scenarios do not appear to be playing out. That's some that's some good uh, good verbiage there for Tesla. Yeah, they do, however, expect to experience a continued choppy start to the year and remain on the sidelines for China demand. So, so a little mm-hmm. tiny bit of a mixed bag, but a lot of positive commentary for Tesla. Yeah, kind of largely. I got a comment here from Bernstein. A couple of things that I did just want to note before I get into that. Yesterday, I misspoke on the podcast and I said price increases. I should have said price cut. That was my bad. I was a little confused there when I was speaking. I didn't see that much analyst commentary on Tesla today, which was kind of interesting. Top five stock in the market. Uh, Earnings report is a top five, top two news item, an important news item for an important stock. Usually the day after we'll get, you know, 10, 15, 20. If this was Apple, we'd be seeing reports out from almost every analyst that covers it. Maybe I just didn't see the reports on my end of things, but I only saw like commentary from Oppenheimer and I only saw com- uh, commentary from Bernstein, which let me give you a little bit of color here from Bernstein. Quote, for bulls, the growth story is alive and well. Something that you referenced, Mike, uh, Elon Musk proclamation that orders year to date were two times production amid price cuts and that Tesla was targeting uh, about a thousand gigawatts in cell production over time was all the bulls needed to hear for bears. The numbers don't lie. Auto gross margins were much worse than expected emphasis there. Uh, auto gross margins, much worse than expected uh, electric vehicle tax credits down and also uh, full service drive revenue recognition, some issues there. Most notably, these margins were before the real price kit cuts kicked in earlier this month. So a little bit of perspective here on Tesla. As you're looking at the chart, as you're looking at the earnings report, as you're looking around the social web today and trying to translate and interpret those results. Stock to watch number two is Alibaba, B-A-B-A. This has always been a favorite among our community on Benzinga Pro. This morning in the Benzinga Pro lounge chat, if you go to pro.benzinga.com, there is a little button in the top left corner. It looks like a little chat bubble. There's like a bunch of communities in that section. There are uh, market experts that will come in there and give some of their stock picks, give some education. There's also really smart traders and investors that are in those chats talking about their ideas, talking about the platform, talking about things they're watching for today. And Alibaba today was like a big discussion topic in our Benzinga Pro Lounge. I saw a few traders talking about some options positions that they have in uh, Alibaba. And I also wanted to note kind of a reason that I wanted to get this on our radar for today. I've seen a couple sources recently 
suggesting that Alibaba is going to be reporting their quarterly results next week. As far as I've been able to find, that is not the case, ladies and gentlemen. If you see this information around the web, it appears to be incorrect uh, information. Alibaba last year reported their quarterly results, their fourth quarter results at the end of February. It looks like that's how they're setting up this year. Alibaba hasn't issued a press release or an SEC filing as far as I've seen saying that they're going to be reporting quarterly results. So expect that at the end of the fourth uh, at the end of February, folks. So a little sounds like a little more time to uh, to dig deeper before you have to worry about uh, you sure. know, a big catalyst coming up. But that's sure. that's it. Like you said, Brenty, this Alibaba, I mean, hey, right up there with Tesla in terms of because it's such a such a hot topic. It's the Chinese market kind of uh, kind of scapegoat whether things go sure. good or bad. Sure. Um, so definitely keeping an eye on that is always a good play. Um, like you said, Benzinga Pro. If you don't have it, take a look. You get to talk to awesome people in the chats. You get to see all these cool charts. You get the squawk and everything. So just a little yeah. shout out there if you, if you yeah. <laughs> Stock to watch number three. We've got United Postal Service. Ticker UPS. I honestly sometimes I mix them up with the USPS. I'm sure everyone does. <laughs> US like, wait a minute, this, you can trade the United States <laughs> No, no, but <laughs> they'll be reporting their Q4 earnings on Tuesday before market opening. And analysts expect about earnings of $3.61 per share. I've never said it like that before, but I was like <laughs> $3.61 per share. On sales of about $28 billion. And this is uh, a, a classic consumer sure. logistics general U.S. Sure. market uh, kind of play to watch. Going to be the first logistics company that's going to be reporting uh, the other two to keep in mind. Of course, FedEx, ticker FDX, and then Amazon, AMZN. Amazon is going to be next week on like Thursday, I think. So if you're just trying to get a gauge of how the consumer producers have affected logistics in the United States, obviously, let's look to UPS to see how some of that performance has been going last quarter. Sack to watch four is Pfizer PFE. Another earnings play wanted to get on your radar here ahead of next week on Tuesday of next week. Also before market open, we'll be getting Pfizer analysts expect earnings of about a dollar six per share on sales of about 24 billion. One of the first big drug companies to be reporting their quarterly results. We've talked about the importance of looking to the, a company in a sector reporting first as a way to potentially gauge the consumer and also how maybe other names in that space are going to be reporting their quarterly results. And always, always a, a good pharmaceutical to watch. They have their hands in so many different, so many different baskets. I think we've talked about multiple smaller pharmaceutical companies that have you know had deals with Pfizer and there's so many strategic um, strategic partnerships and all sorts of things going on in that industry. So if you know what's going on with the big players, you might have Good at call. least an inkling of what's going on across the sector. Good call. Ticker number five, Jabo, ticker JBL. And they're hosting their annual meeting of shareholders Thursday morning, which is today. Today's Thursday. And annual shareholder meetings, this is an interesting one, uh, are generally not really market-moving events. Yeah. And I think you have a little bit more color on this, Brenty, because I think this is a really interesting point to be made. 
every once in a while on the podcast, we have these moments where it's kind of like a non-news event. And this is one of them. Wanted to get this on your radar today to discuss a little bit of education about annual shareholder meetings. If you're an investor or if you're, especially if you're an investor or a trader, you've definitely heard that phrase annual shareholder meeting or annual general meeting. Uh, wanted to get some color here today as to why maybe you don't necessarily need to be super concerned with those as potentially impacting your stock. If you're a trader, these are almost never news catalyst events. If you're an investor, especially if you're like a long-term investor and maybe you have like a larger position in the company, you're going to want to tune into annual shareholder meetings. You have voting rights when you have a common stock and that's what happens a lot. Uh, stuff that's normally discussed on annual shareholder meetings, corporate governance, uh, the seats, who's going to be occupying seats for the board, executive uh, compensation, that kind of stuff. Something that can move a stock if you're trading a stock that will be discussed at an annual shareholder meeting would be like a shareholder vote on a merger or a shareholder vote on like a stock split, that kind of stuff. Um, but you know, if you're a J bill investor here today, you're probably going to want to know that the annual shareholders me meeting is happening. If you're an investor in any company, you're probably going to want to know that the annual shareholder meeting is happening in case something comes out for the most part, you can kind of tune this out a little bit. If I had to make a kind of wild guess, I would say that like 80% of the information coming out of uh, the information coming out of 80% of annual shareholder meetings is probably not going to move the stock in any kind of like very meaningful way. A quick question on that too. Sure. Been, I feel like I've seen more and more activist investors looking for board seats and creating headlines and, and moving stocks. Is that something that you know, if you see in the news that an activist investor is trying to get a board seat and then they get it through a meeting, do you think is that something that could move the stock? I like how you said that there, Mike, because it's kind of revealing a lot of ha a lot of times what will happen is when the news comes out that an activist is going to be looking at a company and maybe talking with management that is rarely announced stemming from the annual shareholder meetings. Most of the time that is announced in its own right, in its own press release, in its own SEC filing. And that's usually when the, the stock will move. Uh, most of the time, to answer your question a little bit more directly, most of the time when an activist is getting involved in a name, they're going to be getting in the name. Uh, investors will generally like that activists are getting involved in name. It's kind of a little bit more rare that investors, shareholders will will kind of like shun an activist. Um, so did I answer your question? Yeah, yeah, that was perfect. Good question. Appreciate that for sure. All right, folks, that is going to wrap it up for us today and Thursday's edition of Benzinga's Daily Stocks Watch podcast. I hope everyone has an excellent Thursday. Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow for Friday's edition. Good luck out there, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great day, everyone, and we'll catch you tomorrow. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. 
an easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.